Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We're about to listen to a podcast full of wonder, excitement, and discovery. It's time for an adventure through Odyssey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Adventures Through Odyssey podcast, Odyssey Revisited. I'm Will, here with John, and it's time for our main news roundup, including a, and during this recording, we're going to record actual episodes of the show for a change, because we're not busy for once. You you look at me as if I'm the only one who's been busy. I'm not looking at you as if you're the one who's been busy, I'm looking at you because we're in the same room for a change. Uh, It's true, it's true. (laughs) Now, I feel like you're just talking into the sound suppressor right now. I guess that's possible. <clears throat> uh, audio engineers, you know what to do. Or yeah. lack thereof. Okay, so we didn't have a lot happen in Odyssey this month, so we're going to cover the comics. I'm going to read some AI Odyssey scripts I generated. Perfect, and time for the writer's strike about AI. Yeah. It's about other things than AI, but yeah. Yeah, so let's start with the monthly gag comic. Did you happen to read it? Is that the one on Instagram? No, that's the one about Wit losing weight. No. Okay, so Bernard just comes up to him and says, Man, Wit, you look different since I've last seen you. And he talks about how he lost weight and everyone made fun of him and his voice changed. <laughs> it feels like it's kind of ten years too late to make that joke. Yeah, it. it is. It's true. I mean, they kind of say said that that was the headcanon. Yes. But, like, right, it is a little weird. <laughs> To finally have that officially in, like, a, a piece of media. Right, but then it ends with Bernard saying, that's why I never change my look so people don't complain. Seemingly referencing in the new album artwork, he basically looks the same. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, the story on Instagram, it, did you read that? Mm-mm. John, you need to get better at this or I'm going to replace you with, I don't even know. Um, I read the plot. I read the Acolyte one. Okay, well, we'll get to that in a second. It's basically just alternate Odyssey takes Renee generates in the Room of Consequence. So right now we're going through what would happen if Bart Rathbone was elected mayor. Now what I don't know is, because on the first panel they showed a screen with like 10 different options. I don't know if we're going to go into all of those or just this one. Yeah. So basically the change is instead of getting dirt on Wit on Tom, they get dirt on Margaret Fay. Oh. And what's really kind of funny is at one point Jared catches Rodney in a tree. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. It's a real conspiracy. Semi implying he knew he was full of crap. But so right now that's where we are. You know, these are like released one a day and it's, they're kind of slow burns. Like when you read them all at once, they're pretty quick, but it's like one little square a day. So it's going to take a while. But yes, the possibly now running way too long Acolyte comic. I don't know. Pretty good. Pretty good story increasing. It's a good story increasing, but, like, the fact that there was an episode in between Hologram Blackguard and the reveal of who the Acolyte is, I just kind of feel like we could have jet it. I feel like there, and not everything has to end with, like, a big comeback next week reveal, but I do think we're up to almost 25 parts of this. Yeah, I mean, this feels like a pitch, maybe. I, I don't know if this was, like, a pitch a writer had had at one point. Or it's like the comic writer was like, this is like the really good idea I have. Yeah, that's very possible. Because I'll say this, it does seem more engaging 
It, I mean, here's the thing. The episodes are more engaging. But if this had been an episode... Yes. It would have been very good. I mean, okay. So the big twist is that we find out that the acolyte, the acolyte is Nick Adamsworth. Yes. Which is a pretty decent twist, considering we've complained about the episode before where he just suddenly turns evil... And we never hear from him again. Yeah, so I'm glad we're coming to that. I'm sure what I, we're recording this on May the 7th, so that tomorrow the following panel will come out. I'm going to put money on it. Not literal money, or John will make me pay him. I'm gonna it's t- also against the Bible to gamble. Oh my gosh. I'm going to guess the comic is going to be Nicholas explaining what happened. I think probably a comic or two, yeah. So. I mean... Because it is, like, a character you can pull from the Blackguard right, that, series of episodes. And who would have a serious grudge against Richard Maxwell. That is true. Because we've been trying to guess who the Acolyte is. And Nicholas makes a lot of sense in that all of the iconography from this story has mostly been the first Blackguard saga. Yeah. Aside from Hologram Acolyte, which we'll get back to in a second. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm curious. I feel like you probably could have gotten away with recasting Nicholas and putting him in a real episode. Like, actually, he could have been Odyssey's Joker. Uh, I don't know, Joker, but... I mean, yeah, you could have gone away with... I mean, here's a problem. Uh, just for those of you who don't know, Odyssey's Joker is what John used to refer to the person that Maury, Suzu, and Emily's team are chasing uh, down. I even forgot. Like, it could be Nicholas as an adult or Nicholas's kid or something like that. Yeah, like... Here's the thing. I don't know if the story was just like he pitched this to them as a comic book story. Like, yeah, that's a fun comic book story. Because, like, I mean, this whole thing I'm interested with, like, Jason and everything. It's weird because Odyssey does have a thing against recasting actors. Yes. Except now it looks like Bernard's going to be in it. To some extent, yeah. Now, I do wonder, I hate to say it. I wonder if they're going to use AI to, like, recreate Eugene's voice for one last episode. And recreate, like, Bernard's voice for an episode. If that So here's the thing. If they do it for a quick goodbye to Eugene, I think that's fine. Because he died kind of unexpectedly. Yeah. I think there would be something a little questionable if, like, hey, we're bringing Bernard back and he's AI, but it's also been ten years. Yeah, I wonder if they saw how much people liked that they brought back Bernard in the comics. That's possible. Like, I don't know if, like... He's also just, like, a, a good character to bounce off of. True. But, yeah. I wish this was an episode. Because I feel like with the episode, you probably would have, so, like, sometimes better dialogue or sometimes better, like, right. jokes. And, like, a little more tension. Right. This is also notably the first comic they have done where every voice actor would be alive to record it. Yeah. So... Just just a point there. Like, you could have gotten Richard Maxwell. Well, what about Blackguard? Or was Blackguard alive when they did that comic? Blackguard, uh, Earl Bowen was alive when they did that comic. So, yes, you are right. I think about Blackguard, and it's like, I probably just use archive footage of Mm -hmm. Dr. Blackguard for that. Edwin. Yeah, Yeah, so. All right, so I don't want to go over a few other fun continuity nods. So, Connie's license plate says 16 forever. Mm -hmm. Thought that was kind of funny. Which is funny, especially in comparison to... The episode we're going to talk about. Yes. Oh, yeah. And uh, the uh, hologram acolyte. I loved that because if you don't know, the original ending to Darkness Before Dawn had Blackguard confronting what he thought was Wit and tries to tackle him. But it's a hologram, so Blackguard goes flying out the window to his death. So, 
Which, to be fair, will be a little Wily e. Coyote and Roadrunner, but... Yeah. So, this has been good. I'm a little... I'm starting to get worried. Like, are the comics going to... So, so here's the thing. We never get confirmation Blacker died in the cave explosion. Like, there is a real possibility at some point they just say, yeah, he escaped and was fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait. I thought... Did, I thought they did find his body. We have to, I'll have to go back and check. And for some reason, was, I thought they could confirm that yeah. they said, like, he's truly gone. Oh, that's that's very possible. I think here's the problem. At this point, I think fans would roll their eyes. If it had been, like, maybe, like, 20 albums later and he reappeared. Yes. But it's been, like, what, 20 years? Just about. Since then, I think fans would roll their eyes at, like, yes. Blackard. Right. What? Yeah, so, no, I, I agree with you, John. I, I hope this wasn't, like, an episode they had to scrap because of the whole Eugene thing, but... I doubt... I th- well, I don't think it would have come... I think, to be honest, Eugene's not that relevant yeah, they to could. the plot of this episode where they could have cut him if they really had wanted to do this. I, I do agree. Now, I do still kind of wonder about the hotel room and Connie thing other than it was just to get them out of the wit's end. Yeah. I did kind of like Wit's saying, our associates at Wit's End have cracked your code. As, as if it's some secret government agency hiding out down there. But I think this is a good, honestly, I think this is a very solid twist. If you know a lot about Odyssey. Yeah, like, I mean, here's the thing. The reason I actually think this could have worked in an episode is you could have even just, like, explained that it was, like, this thing that happened to a kid pretty easily because it's been so long yes and like a kid that like tried to do hacking right well actually what surprised me maybe the next panel will do this they didn't say what episodes to go listen to because it's two episodes not counting the onesimus one because i don't know you know yeah i mean here's the problem it's you know it doesn't really what do i what do i want to say here with Nicholas... Okay, it, here's what I meant. Like, Richard Maxwell, I think, is kind of a hard character to canonically explain who he is to a new audience. Yes. I think Nick Adamsworth has had such little time on the show. He basically appeared with the whole thing with Richard, like Richard Maxwell and uh, Applesauce and Eugene and all yes. that. And then he tried to hack all these people's computer. Right. And that's really all we substantively know, and that's really easy to recap people about. Yes, I do agree. Yeah. Again, I'm sure this is, because people like us have complained long enough, like, how did that happen? Because he's basically doing what he did, if you think about it, in, that epi- in the episode where he's bad, he's doing what he did in the first one, but now he's doing it for power. So I'm sure that's kind of how they're going to connect it. Like, he missed the thrill of it or something. Yeah. So... We will see. I again. I feel like we have to be inching close to the end of it at some point. I how is it one a month or one a week? One a week. My guess is it has another month or two. I know, and it it doesn't matter. But I just realized, oh, this started in January, and we're. I kind of wonder maybe we had broken it up into parts where there was an an arc in between each one or something. It would have just felt less. Man, they're really dragging this one out. I don't know. I feel like my thing is this. I feel like it's something like... I feel like every... They maybe would just... They just need to cut like a fourth of it out. Yes. Oh, you're also reading an 80 chapter manga right now, so... Uh, It's a hundred... It's on chapter 116 right now, but that's beside the point. (laughs) So we will see. I, I, I think this comic is really good. 
I do. I just... It was the filler episode in between the hotel room exploding and Nicholas being revealed that got to me. Yeah, that's fair. We're just kind of felt like, did we need that? Again, not everything needs to end with a bang, but we're just kind of... Yeah. Also, this is going to be weird if it never comes up in the show that the Odyssey Hotel exploded. That is... I mean, it may have just been a room. Still. I, I agree, though. Yes. Who knows? Maybe they'll pull out Mitch or the girl who tricked Lucy at camp. Yeah. Well, that'd be funny. <laughs> kind. All right. So we didn't have any news. So last month I was going to read some Odyssey episodes that had an AI created. And we can just talk about it because if you don't know this, John just graduated law school. Yeah. And he's a copyright lawyer who's really focused on AI. Yeah. I, I'm not specifically a copyright lawyer. Nor am my work is going to be focused on AI. I liked my copyright class and want to do IP stuff. I've taken AI classes. I was trying to boost you a little bit. And then someone Googles me and they're like, huh? Okay, okay. Let's, um, here we go. So I just typed write an episode of Adventures in Odyssey. And here's what, here's what it came out with. Part one. I don't know why this is in parts. The Mysterious Stranger. What are you doing? So you're not doing this live. No. It looked like you had typed something right on air. No, I hadn't. So I, I've got it open in my notes app. Gotcha. So hopefully Focus won't sue us for this, but... I mean, when they... Well, how is any even coming... Okay, the, the thing with copyright is usually like probably that it's infringement for the materials it scans. Oh, that's probably true. Hmm. Anyway, so we're going to start. Part one, The Mysterious Stranger... It's another ordinary day in the town of Odyssey, and the Whitaker family is busy running wit's end. But suddenly, a mysterious stranger comes into the shop and starts causing trouble. He's rude to customers, breaks things, and seems to be on a mission to cause chaos. Wit tries to calm him down, but the stranger refuses to listen. Later that day, the stranger shows up to Wit's house and asks for help. He reveals that he's actually a time traveler from the future, and he's been sent back in time to stop a dangerous event from happening. Looks like John just stepped on the I dog. Just kicked her dog. Not really kicked. I just put my foot on her leg. He can't say much more than that, but he needs Wit's help to stop the event and save the future. Wit is skeptical but curious and agrees to help the stranger. They set off on a wild adventure through time, visiting different eras and encountering all sorts of challenges along the way. They meet famous historical figures, dodge dangerous traps, and narrowly escape being caught by authorities. But as they get closer to their goal, they realize that the stranger's mission is much more dangerous than they could have imagined. They must work together to stop a catastrophic event that could change the course of history forever. So. Okay, so I'm going, to, I'm not going to tell you what part two, what they called part two. You're never going to guess where this goes. Okay. I'll say this. I act, what's funny is right now, because they're doing like the remoteless imagination station stuff. Yeah. Now more than ever, they could actually do this. It, like he wouldn't actually be from the future. Right. But more so than ever, they could have a character who's like from this remoteless imagination station. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to be fair, actually, I don't, when I like that they says the Whitaker family. I know. So him and Jason? You see, I, I generated a couple other ones, and in some of them, Kanye and Eugene are listed as his kids. Oh. So. Now, here, here's what I will say. I I don't know if they've ever really had an episode where someone just comes in and starts being a horrible I mean, patron. I, I mean, there, there's kind of stuff like that, but that actually is not the worst. Yeah, I agree. And the episode's... And they titled it The Mysterious Stranger. Yeah, so... Here, Which is a pre-existing episode title. Yes. So I'm sure they're kind of taking some of it from that. Yeah. 
So if anyone remembers, I said last month, reading these synopses feels like listening to the description of an episode, someone who vaguely remembers the show would give. Like, I remember there was an ice cream shop. Sometimes mysteries occurred and they time traveled a lot, like not remembering what the Imagination Station technically was. Well, I think probably this is trained on the Wikipedia. Well, right. Not on the episode scripts. One, well, I don't know if the episode scripts are there. Second, I don't know how well GBT, like how much it actually like, tapes, gets audio. And because a lot of the audio is behind a paywall, I don't even know. And it's probably not to be rude, but probably not the stuff ChatGPT. Like they're like, oh, we gotta pay for a description so it can scan uh, Adventures and Odyssey episodes. Exactly. So it's probably take. That's why like these descriptions are like very general. Well, that's a lot. If you ask it to write anything, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. All right. Part two: The Return of the Blackguard. Okay. After the events of their time travel adventure, Wit and his friends are relieved to be back in the present day, but their happiness is short-lived when they receive word that an old enemy has returned to Odyssey. It's none other than Dr. Regis Blackard, the evil, ge the evil genius who has caused so much trouble for the town in the past. Everybody thought that he was gone for good, but now he's back and more dangerous than ever. Blackard has a new plan to take over Odyssey, and he's already started putting it into motion. He's using mind control devices to turn people into his loyal minions. And he's amassed an army of robots to do his bidding. Why does he need both an army of mind controlled minions and robots? Wow. It's always good to cover your bases. I guess. It's at the end. There's more. When his friends know they have to stop Blackard before it's too late, they team up with some new allies and come up with a plan to take down the mad scientist once and for all. The final showdown between Wit and Blackard is intense and dramatic, with explosions and battles raging all around them. But in the end, Witness friends emerge victorious, and Blackard is finally defeated. As the dust settles, life and Odyssey returns to normal. Wit reflects on the many adventures he's had over the years. He knows that there will always be new challenges and obstacles to face, but he's confident that he and his friends can handle anything that comes their way. I mean, it sounds like a pretty killer episode. Yeah. It's a pretty killer 20 minutes. I know. So, so actually, here's the one thing. If I, since they, I'm a, if I, like, if someone submitted this to me, I would say, okay, the only thing I'm going to change is if they're legitimately time traveling, say their events prevented Dr. Blackard from dying. Yeah, if you're going to have actual, maybe that's the, the context. And then part three is they have to go back and, like, fix right. things. Yeah, but, right, this, fe right, like, part one feels like, Part one of the two-hour season finale. Then part two is the yeah. actual ending. But yeah, that is a that is a killer twenty-minute episode with explosions raging all around them. Yeah, so that is now. I will say this: you know, with like, did you do this on ChatGPT? Yes. You can ask it. Can I have a more chill episode? Well, I did. Okay. All right. Do you want to hear that one? Uh, why don't we save it for next time? That's a good idea. So, uh, everyone, if you would like to send me in the comments or in emails AI, Odyssey AI stories you'd like me to try to generate, I'll let you know. As a teaser, the title for the next one is Connie's Wedding Day. <laughs> See, these are two plot significance. <laughs> yes, I agree. Okay. But I will say this. If folks in the family ever hired me to do a live-action Odyssey show, I'm going to try to make that Return of Blackheart episode happen. <laughs> Okay, so let's go to the club for this one. Yes, great idea. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, so this one's club episode. Once again, the wiki messed me up. But anyway, the fast and the ridiculous. Eager to show Connie that she's responsible, Jules buys a car that turns out to be full of surprises. So I thought the 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 car stuff was funny. Yes. I thought the, like the ice machine stuff, I feel like I could have used even more over-the-top stuff happening. Yeah, well, so I will say this. On the official podcast this week... They interviewed the writer of the episode, who seems to be like a first or second time writer on the show, yeah. which is very nice. He said one thing they said was we had a lot of jokes for the car, but they kept writing too visual on the script, mm, which is like, fair. Like water balloon bumpers, which doesn't really sound that funny, but and I, I hate to say it again, that animated video series is apparently happening. I maybe would have held on to this script because uh, really- I mean, do you think Jules is making it into the new animated series? I think there's a possibility. So, or they at least save it and make it about whoever the new kid is or something. So let me say this. I don't think, let me go to, and this is, I think, the overall thing I figured out with this episode with Jules and Connie. Yes. This isn't really an episode with, a problem with this episode specifically, but the long running thing is I wish their relationship had some more joy in it. They we made would, a paper chain. Like, they talk about how. Yeah, we really had this great time making a paper chain, but they don't show it. Yeah. And I feel like every time we have Jules and Connie together, there it's like strife. Yes. Okay. I do. I just want to point one thing, other thing out in the comic about the paper chain, in the podcast about the paper chain. The sound editor said, "Yeah, so originally Connie was stapling the paper chain together. Now, do you know that? Do you know why that's a problem?" Why? Because Connie's afraid of staplers. Ah. And they said, we knew the fans were going to catch it. I'd like to think they knew we were going to catch it and took and made it tape. Okay, so here's the thing. I would have rather had them put in one line where, like, Penny walks in and says, oh, Connie, you got over your fear of staplers, as opposed to not having any audio for her putting the paper chain together. That's fair. So. Um. But, yes, I know exactly what you mean. It feels like they're always at odds. Right, like, 
give me a few more episodes where they're just having fun together being sisters or like even like a more pair like like it just feels like because right it's like every time it comes out it's like it really just feels like connie's like being the mom and is but even like other odyssey moms there's been like fun with their children yes and it just feels like i've really never seen them click together and that's what I mean, happens when are, you get in the show character. Yeah, I mean, there are other... There are times where they've gone together. But just give me some, like, fun... Ep- like, the ending, even. Like, they try to, like, do it, but I don't know. I do agree. I don't know if that's just... They want to... You know, Connie's trying to help Jules find her way in the world or what, but... Yeah. I also... I thought this episode was fine. Yes. Not Not the best episode, but not the worst episode. I I feel like it did seem weird how much Buck just went off on her. Yes, I do agree. I, I agree yeah. she was out of line. Yes. But it does feel funny. It also feels funny. It was like, Connie's letting you have a car. And I'm like, well, that's true. But Jules did buy the car, even if it's... Like, you should be like, Connie just cares that you're safe. Right. Now, this is actually a thing. So the whole episode... Both Connie and Buck are like, Jewel, something unsafe might happen. Here's the problem. At no point during the runtime of the episode does anything unsafe actually happen or anything that could be implied to be unsafe unsafe happen. Yeah, I think they try to make the car ride back seem super unsafe, but they could have just done something where they almost hit someone. Yes. Yes. And even if, like, the mechanic had said to Jewel's, now, it looks like there's something on the tires that might cause them to randomly fly off if you're going too fast. Yeah, like, something, something like that could have done very well. If, if Eugene had still been around, you could have had something like, look out for Eugene! I know. And Eugene, like, dives out of the way, or, like, he ru- she runs into Eugene. Oh, that would have been funny. Eugene! No! Or they almost run into Buck's dog. Remember that? Yes. Um. Or Mr. Mr. LaGrange's Petunia Garden. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I feel like here's what may have worked better. If instead of it being Buck, which I mean, Buck makes sense with Jules. Yes. You can't have Jules show up without Buck showing up. Well, I know, but I'm kind of taking it this is before they get together. Who knows? But I feel like they should have instead had one, and it could have been any kid from Odyssey, one of the kids who worked on the car be involved in the storyline. Because then they could talk about like, yeah, an ice maker. Like, like it, they would have been more joyful in talking about the issues with the car. Yes. Like, like the part of the problem is there are funny things, but Connie is so disdainful of even, like, just the singing wipers. Yes. That it's, like, it's hard to really, like, enjoy the comedic elements of it because Connie's, like, Bruh. Like, Connie's, like, so... Like, there are things where it's, like, yeah, this is, like, a safety worry. Yes. But, like, not all of this stuff is a safety worry. Yes. Like, give me some actual safety... Like, the horn is, like, yeah, the horn's over the top. Yes. But, like, other stuff, it's, like, that's not... Like, like let... Because so if you had someone in there, like, explain, like, yeah, we added this for this purpose, but, like, what's the real point? Like, does this help anyone? Like, you could have had a more funny dynamic... Because this episode's, like, trying weird to be, like, 
comedic with how weird the car is, yes. but also real serious because they're like, you could be in serious danger. Right. So I know the whole point of the episode is Jules didn't have him look at the car thoroughly enough and just had one thing removed. Yeah. And I know, I know that's more supposed to be the point that like, you know, you have to be responsible in these situations. But yes, Connie was being a bit of a wet blanket the whole episode. Just have one dangerous thing sort of happen you in the car. You know what they should have done? What? They should have had a, um... And you could have done this in, like, a parking lot or in, like, a side road or a, a driveway so it wasn't an actual highway. Yeah. They should have had, like, an oil slip, like, something that's behind <laughs> you and it skirts out oil for people to slip on. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> because that's, like, such an old gimmick. And then you could have had it, like... In wit's end, and like wit, almost like wit slips on it or something. Like, oh. like you, you just have something that's like, right? This is really. I mean, the horn is technically dangerous. I would say. Yeah, but she does get it removed at least. The the horn is, I think, objectively kind of dangerous. Yeah, but I do think it was just like the the balance was slightly off for how serious they were treating everything, but also they're like. Oh, an ice maker. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it was a fine episode overall. Yeah, it, again, much like last month's episode, it's fine, nothing too offensive about it. I actually think this episode, at least, the lesson made sense all the way through. Yeah, the lesson, I thought that actually the end was the highlight. Where they're not not the very end where they're going to get ice cream and the drill sergeant thing was going. Yes. But the part where it she talks about like you have grown, like there would have been a time you wouldn't have even told me about this stuff. Yes. Yes, and I will say I did kind of feel for Jules in that scene where she had to take Connie to work. Because when I got my first car, anytime I had to drive my mom anywhere, she would find a new problem with the car. Mm-hmm. Why are the brakes squeaking? What's that smell? Why is it so hot in here? Okay, that's a very unflattering representation of my mother. But you know what I mean. Anyway. Yeah. So that wraps up this episode. I was going to say, that sounds nothing like our mom. I know. Anyway, so that wraps up the episode for this month. Again, according to the wiki, next month is the highway episode, but I'm not inclined to believe them. So, we will see. Oh, here's a quick question, because I thought, now that we've got so many cool Odyssey cars, do you think they'll ever make an Odyssey racing game? No. I feel like... I feel like we will be... I will be surprised if Odyssey ever has another video game like that. One, because I think... I, I feel like... The people who are left in Odyssey, like doing Odyssey and a focus, are pretty much against video games all around. Well, they're, they're bringing in a lot of new writers, so maybe. I mean, if they did, I'd be excited. But I also, I feel like they would do just a straight up like mystery. That would probably be better. Which would probably be like just make the models of the characters and you talk to them and go around. Yes, that's probably like. They, like, something like the Nancy Drew PC games. Yes. I mean, that'd probably be the easiest thing to do. I mean, a racing game, I think, would take a lot. I do agree. I also think it's harder to have biblical relevancy. Uh, something about the healthy competition? Still, though. Yeah, I know. All right, so that wraps it up. We'll see you soon for the finally fixed episode that we lost all the audio on. Then we'll do Castles and Cauldrons. So, okay. I will. I'm John. We'll see you next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.